Yeah, I'm yeah. watching that. So okay. essentially, this movie is going to tie basically allow for every iteration. It's the multiverse, right? Like every iteration to have existed in its own right. That's what I assume this Flash is going to do. I'm more excited for Secret Invasion next uh, next Wednesday. Mm. Wow, of Wednesday already? Wait, no, it's it's 21st. the 21st. It's coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. Oh, a week shit. from tomorrow. So, so, ne- so next Wednesday. That's how time works. Yep, James. That's not wait, next Wednesday. That's eight days from now. Yeah, so it's next Wednesday. So tomorrow is this Wednesday. <laughs> how do you people talk over there in England? It's it's half Wednesday. Yeah. No, this Wednesday <laughs> and next Wednesday. Half Wednesday past two Fridays with so, a cup of tea and a biscuit. It comes out in a fortnight. What's up, Houdat Nation, and welcome to the Dome Patrol Podcast. Hey, what's up, Houdat Nation? Thanks for joining us on the Dome Patrol Podcast, the official Saints podcast of the Fans First Sports Network. And I'm your host, Jeff. And joining us today, we have Jason, James, and Wesley, otherwise known as Jessley. Welcome to the show, fellas. Ah, it's three, you know, it's three no. J's and a W. It's like two guys, a girl, and a pizza place. <sighs> where Ryan Reynolds got his big break. But that's not what this episode's about. This episode is about the news headlines and conversation topics that are coming out of the New Orleans Saints in the past week. OTAs have started. Uh, so we're going to have a, just some conversations about what is what are you reacting to and how are you interpreting some of this news? Bow so, fishing. Bow fishing. All right. Well, let's start. I was going to say, kind of where do you want to start? Let's start with the bow fishing trip. Is this a recruitment effort? Uh, what was that? That was the tweet I saw. Is that like Derek Carr was trying to recruit Hunter Renfro? Derek Gar? Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Oh, I don't, see what you don't make there. that a thing. Don't make that a thing. Uh, Derek Gar. Oh jeez. Hey, bro, what you talking about? Uh, that's only for me and Jeff, and yeah. maybe any other lifeguards out there listening. Uh, I like that everybody was having out there having. Fun. I like the team camaraderie aspect of it. I mean, Jameis was out there having a good time with everybody. You know, car getting ingrained into South Got Louisiana it. like this, it's it bodes well. I'm maybe trending a little up on on Mister Car over here. Well, well, well. It's, you it's, be it's, careful it's, there. It's gonna be look. It's gonna be a creep. We still got a couple months, but it's starting to starting to creep up a little bit. Starting to creep up a little bit. So let's just say I'm noticing. Ah, he's getting excited. He's catching the fever. I hate. Yeah, he's getting sucked in. It took it's him a coming. little longer, everybody. Is, but I is there a tingle? Is that here. what it is? There's a tingle. Yes. I, I, you know when it it's, 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 it's a nibble, right? It's it started a nibble. when his needle It's a nibble moved. on the cork. It did when his needle, his needle moved last week. Uh-huh. All right. So, yeah, what was this fishing trip? Who went on it? Car Winston, I think what it was it was it the backup kicker that posted the video? It was a TikTok video when they showed when I think Jameis when they showed Jameis. I mean, I didn't see all the players who went, but uh, as long as Miles Brennan didn't go, and it sounds like everybody was fine, they made their way back home without <laughs> nobody, breaking anything. Nobody no tried to jump bluffs. off a dock. Yeah, <laughs> they so learned their lesson. But it's you know it's good to see the team kind of get together. You got some new faces coming in, a lot of established veterans on the team. You just like that, especially the guy like Carr, who Gar. is going to be. You're gonna keep doing it. He's a leader. <laughs> he's a leader of the team, so you do like to see him out there with everybody and and really um, embracing yeah. being here. Well, that's what I, I. If you keep looking, like just 
everybody, all the stories this offseason ha- lately have been about this intangible thing and feeling going on in the build around the team. Like there's a re- there is something special building there. These guys, unless they're just really good at lying to us, but there seems to be that little magic essence that all great teams in hindsight talk about i mean you look at the 09 team that we had and there was that special something that everybody just kind of felt and it seems like they're yeah well no i mean just like it's it's being done and i don't know like i think there's some good stuff happening and there people clearly believe in whatever dennis allen is is selling so i'd love to know what he's saying that don't walk away from me when i'm talking to you you get a goddamn job before sundown or we're what, shipping you off to okay. military school with the goddamn Finkelstein shit, kid. Son of a bitch. Unless, like, everybody actually truly does chalk last year up to injuries more than anything else. I mean, again, in a, like, world and society and definitely a league where players voice their displeasure and complain about coaches no saints are complaining about Dennis Allen. And I mean, again, all four of us at different times, we're ready for Dennis Allen to be fired at the end of last year, mm-hmm. or, or we're not going to be upset if he was fired. And all four of us, I believe were upset that Pete Carmichael wasn't fired at one point. Yep. We're now again, we're the fans. We were unhappy with the season. There's all kinds of things, but these are players. We have a, their cars here because of his interaction with Pete Carmichael. And all there's a bunch of other players that had options to go other places and are still here today because of Dennis Allen. And listen, if those, if that group of players elevates the coaching and makes the coaching look better, that's good coaching. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, yep. that, that's a part of it is recruiting right. and retention and keeping people, you know, holding people accountable, but having people in a good mood while doing it. And again, like y'all keep saying, there's something brewing. There's, some special feelings around here ever since Derek Carr got announced and that he was talking to Michael Thomas, we've all been like, what the hell's going on? Mm-hmm. And it's just getting kind of better and better and more and more positive. I mean, it's, it's, it's hard to not be a little they kind of excited. Believe. I think Dennis Allen hung a yellow sign with some blue uh, letters. <laughs> he he definitely <laughs> did something. Room. And it, it is good to see that, that we'll still see what happens on game day. But yes, as of now, right. The team definitely seems like it has a good vibe going to it. Yeah. Well, and you kind of think about it the way his defense is always where he always had his defense there, like just mentally and emotionally, the and really uh, competitively, he was able to do that with his defense. So now maybe again, like, yeah, I don't know. I think this is going to be. I'm very excited. All right. The next thing is Cam Jordan took a shot at Kirk Cousins at the Von Miller Pass Academy. That was very funny nice although do you have any concerns we do play minnesota this year do you have any concerns that minnesota is going to try to use that as you know i don't care no i don't care whatever no i i I don't particularly care it's what cam jordan does isn't it he's it's it's his personality and he's not wrong but kirk cousins does always seem to play quite well against us. He's probably the best quarterback we're gonna play this year. That's and that's actually that's what's. I mean, that's that's really the only thing. I mean, that that's really the true big guy. But maybe, hey, look, with Matt Ryan gone, Cam just needs another guy to become his sack bitch. So maybe it ends up being <laughs> Kirk. That's the hope, right? 
<laughs> um, one thing I was gonna say about the fishing trip though, Jamal Williams was on the the bow fishing trip and he just flat out said that he did with his eyes closed accidentally catch one thing. He's like and he said, I am not an outdoors guy. I would much rather be um be in a house with four walls and outlets. <laughs> and outlets. <laughs> he's the one that was all funny about the crawfish and all, but it's uh -huh. cool that he's getting out there with the teammates and just and mm -hmm. kind of I mean. I mean, he definitely is the, the Pokemon guy and wants to be inside, but it's it's funny. He's getting out and trying these new things and just bonding he's, with teammates for right. sure. He is such an, like, an eclectic kind of guy that, you know, like he's a football player who's a big nerd type. He's a indoor gamer who's willing to try anything and everything. I mean, I, God, he's going to be such a fan he, favorite. I, he, he is going to be a lot of fun to pull for. Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, what's this I hear about Ted Ginn? is showed up and why did nobody know about this until they saw him have you seen this have you heard about it yeah pretty much right like it kind of came out of nowhere today he, yeah he's kind of helping is he officially like a wide receiver coach no, or he's he's just being one of those former tune. veteran players that's helping out and just giving guys advice um i think that we've got a we have quite a few speedsters this year that are at least in camp wise and he's that's what Ted Ginn was. He made a career out of being a speedster. And if you can turn around and uh, tell these young guys, like, this is what I did to get open. And this is how I later in my career kind of transitioned to where I could, you know, it wasn't just the speedster guy. I think it makes, makes a difference. I think Nick Underhill hinted that there might be a training camp intern kind of role for him a bit like they did with Jari Evans last year. And obviously Jari Evans has then gone on to become a, uh, a coach for this season, so uh, so yeah, I, I think like you said, Wesley, with with the with the wide receivers we've got, I think having him in there could be invaluable. The Saints pulled another person in the organization that Sean Payton can steal away after training camp. After training, <laughs> a, a friend of mine did ask me uh, when he showed the picture of Ted Ginn. He still looks like he's in shape and he's wearing shorts and a you know a workout shirt and all. And they said, when is he coming off of IR? I said, well, whenever his hands turn from wood back into flesh and bone. <laughs> oh, like if Ted Ginn, if you can ever go watch Ted Ginn, like highlights from his time, not with Drew Brees, you will understand what it meant when people said Drew Brees to a catchable ball because Ted Ginn went from like, honestly, one of the most drop passes. And then all of a sudden his years with Drew Brees, he just didn't have drops. He just caught the ball. And then, then when Drew Brees was gone, Ted Ginn started dropping the ball. Like it's, uh, yeah. One 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 of the one of the best sporting moments I've ever witnessed live was him catching the pass from Drew Brees against the Falcons on Christmas Eve just before halftime in that game. Just yeah, goosebumps. All right, then uh, they said, uh, "Oh, well, Michael Thomas got on." And he did field. go to Ohio State, just in case we didn't actually wrap that all up. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, he's it just makes sense. So yeah, Michael Thomas played. I mean, we had the big conversation about him last week, him being back. So he got on the field, but Rashid Shahid did not. Uh, Rashid Shahid flat out said, "This is not an issue. I will be in training camp. We're just being safe." Okay. Yeah, I will say that I heard that three years ago. Someone heard that multiple the, times. The the Michael Thomas thing is cool because the two big highlights that everybody was talking about today was one, the Michael Thomas one-handed catch from Derek Carr that we don't have a video of, but was supposedly just spectacular spinning one-handed catch allegedly then, allegedly that's ignorant and then other the uh 
the number one ranked player on the Saints, Marshawn Lattimore, had a huge breakup in seven on sevens um, that the that everybody said was really exciting. The way he with his first play, I believe the first play in seven on sevens, Derek Carr threw straight to him, and you're just like, no, 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 you don't do that here. (laughs) (laughs) So pretty cool to see our two best players potentially. Yeah, well, the Dome Patrol podcast rankings, according to the Dome Patrol podcast. Yeah, the official Uh, uh, rankings of the Fans First Sports Network. That's right. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Taysom Hill, uh, I mean, the comments that Dennis Allen made and what they already have done with Taysom Hill, to me, I think everybody, why does everybody, why are we at this point asking the question of what role will Taysom Hill play? It's, I mean, it's going to be the same role as always. Okay, so I have an answer for that. And like in the past, I go, I would say the same. Why is everybody asking this? But it's because we're so damn loaded that he, it really doesn't make sense. There, there's a bunch of running backs. There's right now a bunch of tight ends. There's a bunch of wide receivers. We don't need him to play quarterback. Like it's with all that, you really go like, if you put Taysom Hill in, you're taking out a good tight end, a one of three good running backs. It's just, it is kind of that weird thing. Now, again, I'm not saying not to get him in, but in the past, you were subbing him in for somebody that you're like, why is this guy even on our team? Let's give Taysom the ball instead of, you know, Dwayne Washington. I mean, we don't have a fullback. So does that. But, but neither, again, neither think, does 28 other well, NFL right. teams. No. <laughs> right, but, all, but nobody else has a Taysom Hill either. But also, I mean, we're paying him $10 million. So yeah, we gotta you, you, you got to do something. You got to do something. You got to do something. But, but, it's, but, it, but you, you got to start having the conversation that, We've never had the conversation, or the Saints haven't, of at what point are you forcing Taysom Hill in and you're actually becoming a detriment to the team because there is a team chemistry and a flow and all that kind of stuff. Because, you know, Drew Brees would complete seven straight passes and then we'd bring Taysom in and we'd go three and out. Um, it, Just weird stuff. So I, I get there's a conversation. I agree you have to have him on the field, but I would like for him to be good at a role. Like, so let's pick, figure out whichever of those weird roles is the best and, like, let's exploit the crap out of that. I mean, look, Taysom is still going to take the second most snaps at court, at the quarterback position for the Saints this year um, behind Derek Carr. So it makes sense to give him some reps. But, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm with you. He needs to be in other rooms with the running backs, with the tight ends, whatever it is they're going to be doing with him. Keep him away from keep him away from quarterback and having to pass the ball. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you've got a goal line package, you want to work with him. Okay. That I, I can understand, but yeah, like I don't but want to it, see him come in when we have the ball, like the four, but like y'all have oh. said, I mean, I think you said on a previous episode, the problem, the problem last year was every time he lined up, you knew exactly what they were going to do. You knew he was going to run the ball. Well, whereas here's this why year, it's not a problem. You still average five yard, five and a half yards of carry 5.9 well, yards. That's true. Carry. That's so, true. So, and, and again, my frustration with that is they know it's coming. We still get six yards. Why didn't we do it more? More, yeah. Like rather rather than do it less, like make them get us down to four and a half yards of carry before we even start thinking about something else. That's true. But again, I mean, this year you might see that coming out to seven to ten yards per carry simply because, like you've said in the past episode, like if, if he's back there with Kamara or with Jamal Williams, Jamal Williams, yeah, or with Kendra Miller, Kendra for that Miller. matter, yeah, right. We, I mean, you don't know. Like, put fucking three of them back there. Put him in two running back. What if <laughs> we still? You still want the opposition coaches to think that if he's taking a snap as a quarterback, he might be passing might the ball. Throw it, yeah. See, I don't see. That's my thing. I think. 
unless they actually pass the ball a couple of times, they're going to stack the box. And rightfully so, because we I think we passed it maybe, what, once, if not twice last year with Taysom Hill. I mean, I could be. I think it was wrong, a few. I remember it was. It was probably a few more. It was, it was more than it was that like for week, sure. Yeah. It was like week eight or nine by the time we finally passed the ball. Like we had done like seventeen runs in a row with him over the course of the season. The space to get him involved in the offense somewhere, but I don't believe it's too many snaps at quarterback. That's not what we should be doing. Why don't we just turn him into tackle eligible? No. Anything. I mean, but I mean, if you put him imagine, at quarterback, imagine, though, imagine he did have nine, the good, 19 attempts last year. Imagine if you threw okay. him out as tackle eligible. What the hell do you think the I defense would, would do there? I think the defense would shit their pants. Yeah. Just I mean, at, I, I, at, I, at this I, point, I, I, get, get weird with him. But here's the thing. If it's going to be a run play, and it is better for him to receive the snap because you just shaved off a second for the handoff. So that is part of why he's getting that four yards per carry because there's it's that wildcat kind of thing where you, you don't have to wait for the handoff. So he's already at the hole. Whereas in most situations, if you're handing the ball off, you've got another second for that transaction to happen. So yeah. Anyway. All right. Jameis Winston, even though it was only two passes proved why Derek Carr is the starter. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> uh, but then the uh, Saints. So what did, what did he do? You, he threw a Foster Moreau pass was a drop, and the second pass intended for Shaq Davis was picked off by. Uh, well, I mean, do we do we know that the pass to Foster Moreau is his? I mean, yeah. has yeah. Moreau been tested for hand cancer? I would put Moreau. that on Moreau. Yeah. Well, but then he threw an interception. He's not doing well for the uh, Jameis haters who are thinking he's a, that's 50%. Oh my God. I just got it. <laughs> yeah. You just got it. Yeah. But then Derek Carr went one for four in seven on seven. So yeah. But, but, but two, two of those that were incomplete passes were drops by Traquan Smith. So, well, which well, won't he, and, and he's season. not going to be on the same. Right. Get him right. off the roster. Yep. Right. Oh. If that was Rashid Jaheed, he would have, but then the Saints two minute offense did not look good. Again, this is day one. You know, this is not anything to be really concerned about right now but yeah their two-minute offense did not look good uh one for four for car on that one one of the it's passes was thrown in the dirt degrees outside yeah well get I, used to I, it I, I, yeah I'm, I'm guessing there's a few of these players that aren't used to this shit yet yeah I'm how sure did camara this... fare he looked good apparently well yeah i mean and their cars i mean and jamal williams both talking about camara how they're just he's just a again they're not using the word alien, but they're describing him as an alien. Yeah. <laughs> um, he does not uh, have citizenship. He, he, he just, he, he just, uh, I think what did Derek Carr say? That's not natural. Like you, you, or something yeah. like that. And then Jamal Williams is so funny. He's like me and him are nothing alike. He's like every play, like I'm red faced and huffing and puffing and sweating. He goes, I don't look cool. Alvin Kamara looks cool. No matter what's <laughs> going on. Like it's, it's just the funniest thing. I mean, again, but we had the same conversation last year and I mean, preseason as he looked like an alien and then he looked like he didn't want to play football during the season well i'm sure you saw those uh plays coming in from uh from pete michael yeah run into the line run into the line yeah <laughs> i would be pissed too like i said if they use him right and you get an, you get an engaged down with kamara man hey, i think it's fairly get, safe get, to assume get 10 11 games of, this year get 10 11 games of Alan kamara and you get him to end the season yeah heading into the playoffs kind of fresh that's so would you rather okay so, so here's the deal we it's he's probably going to be suspended right i don't know what the timeline is 
I know sometimes if, if they know it's coming, maybe they try to push it up. Would you rather him be suspended in the beginning part of the season or in the back half of the season? Stop. Start of the season. Yeah, get it. Yeah, yeah get it over with. You can kind of make up for it. Yeah. All yeah. Right. Actually, uh, depending on the way they do the suspension, because sometimes when you're suspended, like the first six games, you also can't participate in training camp. So if he's going to be suspended, oh, six yeah. games, I'd, I'd like it to be games two through seven. That he can, so he can be there in training camp in week one. Go take a break. And, I, you know, they'll give him the suspension. He'll probably appeal. Every player appeals. Do you think the, they would, like, let's say it starts at six. Could they knock it down to four? Or do you think it's probably going to be six? And then how long is how long do these appeals usually take? I mean, I, I really don't remember. It's, I feel it's, like it's, they, it's normally pretty quick that they get, okay. they get back. To, I, I thought I, so. I think that I just don't see it ever being below six. I just can't yeah. see that. Like, I'm. At, for a while, I didn't see it being above six. I could see them throwing eight at him um, and, and then us appealing six. it to six. Yeah. Or I could see him just getting eight, and that's the way it is. Yeah. I mean, look, it's it's only Roger Goodell arguing with himself, isn't it, when it comes to uh, deciding what the suspension is going to be. So, And I'm going to be, like, completely rose-colored glasses with this and be like, well, if he gets suspended for eight, that's even healthier he is going to the playoffs. So then he only played nine games, and now he's really healthy. Because I, right. I believe in Jamal Williams and Kendra Miller. And then yeah. handing the ball to Taysom. I believe in those three things, being able to run the ball better than we did last year with freaking Ingram and Kamara. Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, he had one running back last year. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, but and he's not a between the tackles power running back. I mean, we would, we didn't have a. Right. Yeah. And we had, I mean, again, just offensive line. Just please stay healthy. Please, please stay healthy. Because Penning, yeah. Penning wasn't playing, wasn't practicing today. Well, probably our best running back last year was Latavius Murray, and then he got Prison. stolen immediately <laughs> after playing that game in London. Yeah, great London back. So, speaking of the defensive line, uh, Bressy got his first team reps. Brizzy, 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 Brazier. Brizzy. That's how they say, right? Brian. Brazil. Yeah, 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 just call him <laughs> Brian. Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Big Brian. Uh, I mean, I don't know how he did in his first team reps, but we know that he did those oh. first team reps. Again, first team reps don't really matter. I mean, for a rookie, this is very yeah, first. Matter. I mean, that's I mean, a pretty big deal. I throw him in there, but that's why I'm curious to know how he did with it. Like, I think it matters more when we're talking about cornerbacks. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to have another episode where we talk deep, deep dive into that. Um, all right. Anything left? Uh, I guess with with actual OTAs, before we get into, I I do want to ask about the uh, Dalvin Cook situation and how y'all feel about that. You know, we can go over all, you know, but I want to make sure we cover all the Saints stuff first. Yeah. That sounds like it. Okay. So Dalvin Cook released by the Vikings. First question is, would you add him to this roster if you could? Absolutely. Yeah, I think so. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, sure. How He's... would you work him in with a crowded backfield? Not, I mean, I don't care. We'll fi- figure it out. Like, <laughs> yeah. just, I mean, like, it, it, he, he, come, he comes in here understanding that he's going to play with Jamal Williams, who scored more touchdowns than anybody in football last year. And he's going to Kendra Miller is the future of our team. And that Alvin Kamara's, you know, when he's not suspended is going to be a featured back. 
he's coming in here understanding what that's like and what's going on which basically means he's not going to come in here but yeah no i don't i don't i don't yeah. think he's yeah he's to. He, yeah he, he's going to go especially you know he's going to look for a place where he can get opportunities even you know, even if he has to sign a one-year deal i know look running back market it's freaking tough man but if he has to take a short deal, he's going to go somewhere where he can get a lot of carries, put up a lot of stats, and try to get something else next year. So, I, well, I think what you're seeing is the running back second contract issue, isn't it? Because Saquon Barkley's having issues getting a contract from the Giants. I mean, who was the last? Who were the last two big running backs to get contracts in the second contracts? Alvin Kamara and Christian Kamara. McCaffrey. Yeah. yeah, Kamara's still here for now. I mean, Derek. Derrick Henry got one, and then he just got like a little bump. Yeah, but, yeah. Look, it's 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 hard out there for a running back for a pimp. Wait, and Ezekiel that, that Elliott still doesn't have a job. I was going to say Ezekiel Elliott's still unemployed. Oh yep. wow, yeah. Um, the the was it the Patriots cut a running back this week that they signed to a multi-year contract? James they, Robinson, they, yeah. They, they, they cut him. Former okay. Falcon and Jet. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. so r- r- running back is probably not really the position young kids want to be looking at for an NFL career at the moment. Not, um, not really. Because they they get the four or five years out of them, and then see, so yeah, we're going for something. Uh, I mean, younger. if you're if you're elite, you can at least get the bonuses from that first contract, but it, it's not much longer after that. Yeah. Well, and, but I don't think like any of these guys now like that that whole giving the running back the 12 to $15 million contract is probably out the door. I mean, yeah. the, these running backs yeah. are still The good running backs are still going to get seven and a half to 10 million pretty easily. And a few will get over 10. Um, it's just not going to be the, the, the numbers did get out of control a little bit. I mean, they've gotten out of control in so many of the positions. Yeah, they did, but it, it, I mean, it's different. You also ha- don't have the guy that gets 30 carries a game and powers an offense anymore. It's just right. such a passing league. Derrick Henry is the only one. Right, uh, no, he's, no, right, think of. right. He's no, he's the, the exception. guy with the Ravens. Or the Col- I mean, the Colts. I mean, he's sorry, he's Jonathan, that guy. Taylor. Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan yeah. Taylor is, was... is 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 probably better was... than Derrick Henry the last two years now mm-hmm. at being that well, guy. Well, he was he was hurt last year. He right. screwed hey, a lot yeah. of fantasy owners last year. But again, you know, they the teams get these rookie running backs and they wear them to the ground the first two years without having to pay them a lot of money, and then when they're looking for money, they're like, "No, we'll just draft another guy and he'll replace you." That's the way it goes. And we'll draft that guy in the third or fourth round. Yeah, right. Right. I mean, like, yep. like beyond just we're gonna draft a guy, he's he's also gonna be drafted in the third or fourth round. Yeah. Yep. Well, you 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 look back through recent Saints history, Reggie Bush replaced by Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram, they didn't they let him go. Well, well, Reggie the Saints was... have done that before with running backs. Yeah, I mean, look, but even Sean having... Payton always wanted to get rid of guys before they started no, there that's bill belichick decline no yeah you're right he did i think sean payton too or he 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 wanted to make sure that he like he tried to be ahead of it i guess but i mean we were we replaced reggie with an older darren sproles now darren sproles worked and, out uh, great for it us worked, so. it worked it did it worked so sean payton it's not i didn't say age as a but then performance. sean payton did admit he screwed up by forcing darren sproles out yeah he got out of it right that's where it bit him yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, Sean. All right. Uh, Replace Darren Sproles with CJ Spiller. Ooh. I mean, he did have that 180 yard touchdown catch. Hey, against the Cowboys, beat the Cowboys all by himself. (laughs) Worth the contract for me for that one victory. (laughs) That one game. I got nothing else that I would 
bring up unless y'all I mean, have there was the, else. the Stefan Diggs. Apparently, according to the Bills, he was not at minicamp today, but according to his agent, he was. And he just signed a new deal last year. He's still the second highest paid wide receiver. So, I, again, that goes back to the positive Saints vibes. Like, you're not seeing that here. Whereas, I mean, Diggs is on a quality playoff team with a good quarterback. He's getting paid a lot of money. And this is happening. It's pretty it's it's interesting to sign a huge contract that when you become one of the highest paid players in your position, you in some way hamstring your team. And then you throw a fit that your team has not won a Super Bowl yet. That somewhere in there you might need to make a decision about which one's the most important to you. And it's a uh, it's interesting. Josh Allen's got a better receiver than any of Patrick Mahomes' receivers besides Kelsey maybe, but wide receiver wise at least. I w- I want to hear what a uh... Derek Gar had to say about uh, Taysom Hill. Let's take a listen. You, know, you got a guy like Taysom who's bigger than this stage. You know, you get the ball to him and he's faster than my truck. You know, like he runs through and he runs over a couple guys and he gets first down. You, you watch it on tape. It happens over and over and over again. And, you know. Yeah. So he likes Taysom. It sounds like he's going to be okay with sharing a couple of snaps with him, right? I don't It's just, I, it's really awesome to, like, I love Derek Carr's whole presence. I'm, I'm, he's, he's, look, he's growing on me. I know it's just the off season and every, all the news you hear is positive at this point. There's nothing to be negative about. He hasn't thrown any interceptions yet. He hasn't lost a game for us yet, but I was kind of like, when, you know, when we signed Derek Carr, I was like, he's, he's above average. Yep. (laughs) I'm going to keep saying Carr and you're going to keep saying, I I, hold on. I, I, I believe you said average. Don't say above average. You said, no, I said he was slightly above average. I'm hmm, pretty sure I said, maybe you said slightly like under your breath. You're like he's average. It was in parentheses. He's slightly above. The slightly above was silent. Right? Yeah, it's like the K and knife. Yeah, it, yeah, it was there. It was, it was, it was there. It's, it's, yeah. So, all right, then uh, let's check in on what uh, Chris Olave had to say about Ted Ginn Jr. Uh, it's huge. I looked up to him uh, when I was younger, watching him on TV. Um, you know, he came way before me, so uh, it, was, it was always a standard to, to be behind him. Uh, he set the standard high, and uh, I always wanted to uh, uh, have a play style like him. And just to have him uh, be out there and, and, and help us and coach us uh, definitely helped me. Saints are Appreciate straight compliments. Vibing. I love it. Who cares? Yep. Straight, yeah, like Saints saying the good things, right? And then, and then Jamal Williams, uh, this one's interesting. Jamal Williams talking about his touchdown dances. He's ready to... Ooh. Hey, y'all heard about this? Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Let's see what he said. I can't wait to get on the field so I can start doing my NOLA dances. NOLA dance. I got a couple of them ready to go. I've been practicing in my house. I, <laughs> I believe it. I genuinely could see this guy in front of a mirror. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, for sure. For yeah. sure. Man, so I know it. this jersey may only last for three years. I might get a Jamal Williams jersey. Um, um, it's, it's tempting. It's tempting. It's going to be short-lived, but it's tempting. He's just gonna be so. Old. I want to write these. One more, one more clip on from Jamal him. Williams. Oh, yeah, All it took more. was a was just a little needle movement. That's it. That's it. <laughs> that's how that, that's how it starts. I, I, just, I just feel like I'm just coming in, helping a great team that's already got great players on there, and I just want to add on to the offense. So I just want to make us as more most lethal as we can be. I like the humility. Nobody's coming in here to be. Like I'm taking over. It's my backfield. It, well, well no, no, Kendra no, hold on. Kendra, Kendra Miller is coming in to say, "This is my backfield. I am taking over." <laughs> yeah, just uh, it just seems like yeah, these guys did. Um, they must have done really, really well at the uh, Keely Smith uh, PR. Academy. We're gonna we're gonna go nine and eight, but but have the most fun doing it. 
Nine <laughs> Dude, no. Come on. It's still Ten early. wins at least. Ten it's wins at early. least. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, those are some of the sound bites that came, uh, I guess, after practice today. Okay. So, uh, all right. I guess uh, let's go ahead and wrap this one up. Any final thoughts? I mean, this is this is the veterans playing football now. This is, I mean, of course, the rookie stuff is interesting to see and hear. Um, we're gonna get some uh, some stories over the next uh, few weeks of what's what's going on. Seeing some veterans going against each other, and um, hopefully, I, I like that we see Michael Thomas and Lattimore actually out there actually messing around. Um, uh, but Michael Thomas isn't uh, participating in seven on sevens, the other team drills, but he's out there jumping in the air, one handed catching, spinning around. Like they're clearly not worried about. Um, his lower body injury and um, how healthy he is. They're letting him go full speed and one-on-ones and all. So pretty exciting. And um, man, it's still a long way till the the start of that, that season. But um, I'm looking forward to that opening uh, game in the Dome against Titans that Jason's going to change to a win. I just might wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this, this week is the last kind of Saints real action until training camp isn't it so we all know that this is the part of the season where the saints generally somebody does some stupid shit right uh, yeah after after they leave the facility on thursday before they turn up for training camp everybody on your best behavior Please. no Please. no stupid shit or if you're gonna do stupid shit make it somebody who's not important yeah, any Saints players that are listening to this podcast right now, don't do anything stupid. Yeah, yeah. James, I, James, I hope you affect at least half the team. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. No right. stupid shit. U.S. Open, big week, third major of the year out in L.A. Primetime golf, we get to watch all the big Wait, guys playing the well. Tennis or golf? Golf. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, U.S. Open golf out in L.A. It's going to be an awesome event. Primetime golf to be mixed in with uh, the LSU College World Series game on Saturday night. I'll be flipping back and forth, so that'll be that'll be fun for the boys to be back there. Um, so yeah, it's going to be a fun sports weekend. Good. Nice, short, final thought. Well See, done, See, I could do it. Yeah, the do Saints it. are even improving you. That was right. the needle of uh, final thoughts. <laughs> that's right. Alright, now that's all the show we have for you right now. We're going to thank our loyal listeners for downloading each week and telling all of your friends about the Dome Patrol podcast. Follow us on Facebook. Look for Dome Patrol podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Dome Patrol PCAST and at Dome Patrol UK. And of course, don't forget to subscribe and give us five stars on your podcast app. Set up auto-download so you can listen to every episode anytime, anywhere. Say bye-bye, donkeys. Bye-bye, NBA season, donkeys. Right, Trey Quan Smith. So let's rock it with the band on the The Dome Patrol Podcast is the official Saints podcast of the Fans First Sports Network.